That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi there, Gabby here. This podcast is intended to educate, inspire, and support you on your personal journey towards inner peace. I'm not a psychologist or a medical doctor and do not offer any professional health or medical advice. If you are suffering from a psychological or medical condition, please seek help from a qualified health professional. Here's a belief system that I've carried my entire life. The universe always delivers. Boom. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Let me break this down for you. Every single thought that you have is a message that you skyrocket out to the universe. And the universe is always a yes responding to your thoughts, your energy, and your emotions. That's why we have to be really aware and conscious of what we're putting out because what we put out, we are receiving back, my friends. So I want to help you begin to raise your energy, connect to high vibe thoughts, and express really empowering emotions to the universe so that you can receive back more of what you want. And we do that through our meditation practice. We do that through shifting our thoughts, cultivating a higher presence within, and connecting to an energy and an emotional state that is in alignment with the desires that we want to put out into the world. So I'm going to help you do this. I'm hooking you up today with my two most requested manifesting meditations. And these meditations are going to get you into alignment with that profound power. So let's get some access to these meditations for free today at DearGabby.com forward slash free meditations. Again, that's DearGabby.com forward slash free meditations. Hey there. Welcome to Dear Gabby. I'm your host, Gabby Bernstein. And if you landed here, it is absolutely no accident. It means that you're ready to feel good and manifest a life beyond your wildest dreams. Let's get started. Welcome back to Dear Gabby. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm so excited for today's bonus episode. It's just stunning. It's absolutely beautiful. This is a talk that I did back in 2014. Mm-hmm. Yep. I pulled this out of the Gabby archives for you. 2014, we're talking about almost a decade ago, but the message is still equally as resonant. In this episode, I share personal stories of how I learned to reorganize my thoughts in the moment 
and how I taught myself to return to my presence, which is my power. And so I give you all these methods as well so that you can start to truly cultivate that inner sense of power that you have, we all have. And no matter what you might be going through or no matter what's happening in your life, there's always this choice. There's a choice to try to make something happen or there's a choice to turn inward and connect to that power and that presence within ourselves. And so these are the secrets that I'm going to reveal inside this talk. You're also going to learn how resentments can keep you hooked into the past and hold you in old patterns. And I'm going to help you clear that. We're going to release those blocks that are in the way of that presence of our power and really shift the old stories and the projections that we've placed upon our life so that we can change in real time. And I'm also going to teach you the secret to choosing spirit, a spiritual connection to be your teacher so that you can align with the voice of your inner guidance system and access that true power inside. This is a really, really high vibe, high vibe, high vibe episode. Definitely listen all the way to the end. Share it with your friends. Leave a review. Let us know how you feel about this. I love you guys. Enjoy the show. Tonight's event is really geared towards giving you some guidance on how to not just activate a new way of thinking or activate a new way of practicing your spiritual practice, but activate a new way of living. Activate a new way of walking through your life. How are you going to walk through your life? What is it that you are going to bring forth? What is the attitude you're going to show up with every day? What is the intention you're going to wake up with every day? And what is the shift that you're going to create in any given moment? Because every moment offers us an opportunity to be knocked off, right? How many of you were knocked off today? When I say knocked off, knocked off center, right? Probably would like to see every person's hand up. If not, you've been living in a bubble because I know you live in New York City. And so you can't walk out the door without being knocked off your center in New York City. Am I right? You cannot walk out the door without being knocked off center. All right. So that has been my experience in the past decade, really, is just learning the tools to reorganize and to navigate and to tune back in. And in any given moment throughout our life, we can tune back in. That's our theme tonight. How do we tune back in? How do we reorganize? How do we re-energize? How do we recalibrate? How do we choose again in any given moment? I want to really begin by just talking about the many ways that we create the blocks, that we build up the wall to the presence of that miracle mindset, to the presence of that energetic connection that we have to others, to the presence of our power, which is our energy, which is our thoughts how we block it. In so many ways, we create a wall between that energy presence, that faith, and that knowing. And then we live in a world where we perceive the world to be that blocked world. We perceive a world that is difficult. We perceive a world that is struggle. We perceive a world that is chaos. We perceive a world that is carrying resentments and holding on to anger and holding on to past fear-based beliefs. And we walk through life with these belief systems that keep us held back, they keep us small, they keep us stuck, they keep us weak, they keep us sick, disconnected, disorganized, and out of alignment with our capacity to manifest miraculous experiences in our life. Does anyone feel that block? Does anyone feel like I am not manifesting miracles in my life? 
Well, of Course in Miracles says that miracles are natural, and when they're not occurring, something has gone wrong. So those of you who raised your hands, something's gone wrong. That's okay. Something goes wrong for all of us, even if we have a high level of understanding of how we come back home, how we come back home, we can still in every moment be gutted out. And so raising our awareness of how we get checked out, how we build the blocks is the first step to reorganizing, is the first step to reorganizing our experiences, reorganizing our belief systems, and reorganizing the way that we live, the way that we walk through life. That's what I said when we first walked in the room. How do you walk through life? What do you bring forth? How are you contributing to the elevated existence that you have, or how are you contributing to the f***ed up stuff that's happening in your life, okay? How are you contributing? I've got a great story. So A Course in Miracles, which is a metaphysical text that I've been teaching for nine years, has many, many beautiful principles, and predominantly very much like what I've been demystifying already, that we build up these blocks to the presence of love. And the Course says, I'm not here to teach you the meaning of love. I'm here to teach you how to release the blocks to the presence of love within you. So I'm not here to teach you the meaning of living a miraculous life. I'm here to teach you how to release the blocks to the presence of your power that will allow you to live a life of miracles. It's releasing, it's releasing, it's clearing. Some of the ways that we get stuck in the blocks, the Course says projection is perception. So what we choose to focus on, we are projecting on our internal movie screen. And as a result of creating that projector screen that says all these different stories of I'm an outsider or I'm not loved or I can't lose that weight or I'm not good enough or I can't make that money, the projector that we choose to place into that projector wheel every single day is the perception of our lives. Projection is perception. I experienced this so clearly this week. As we start to create that internal projector, we co-create the reality that we're experiencing. We co-create the experiences that we're having. And some of you may be like, this, none of this is new, but let's have a good refresher. In my own experience this week, I had a really good refresher. I was walking around with a story that I've been carrying for about five or six years of a friend who I've created separation with. And so A Course in Miracles says that the only problem we have is that we separate from love. And so however we separate from love in our thoughts, or we separate from love in our experience of others, or we separate from love in our experience of our body, and that separation creates all the chaos, creates all the madness. When we're not in that separate state, we're in a state of love. And that state of love is when we're vibrating with the cosmos. But when we're in that separated state, that's when we start to create that negative internal projector screen. And we start to create a reality that is not who we really are. And we start to live a life that does not really feel in alignment with who we truly are meant to be. We feel confused and disoriented and angry and guilty and frustrated. And so there's this cycle of we separate and then we feel guilty because unconsciously there's this sense of guilt because deep down we know that we are loved. And when we separate from that presence of love, we feel this tremendous amount of guilt. The moment we feel that guilt, we start to project that negativity onto somebody else so we don't have to feel the pain. Anybody familiar with this? Their fault. He did it. My dad made me like this. Whatever it is, we tell the story. We project the guilt onto others so we don't have to feel the pain. And then projection is perception. Whatever we are projecting, we are perceiving. Whatever we are projecting, really, you know, when you point that finger at somebody else, you're taking the bat and hitting yourself over the head with it. 
familiar with this? So does everybody see the cycle? We separate from that loving presence, a thought, an idea, a belief system. We feel guilty and unconsciously we feel guilty. We feel stuck. We feel like that's not in alignment with who I am. So that we no longer have to feel that guilt. We say, you know what? It's her fault. It's his fault. And in that projection, we create a perception. Let's take a quick ad break for one of our sponsors. One of the most commonly asked questions that I get from our Dear Gabby community is, what's your daily routine, Gabby? People always want to know what supplements I'm taking, how I start my day. And there's one thing that I always, always start my day with because even if I'm rushing out to drop off my kid or I need to get to a meeting or I'm on the road, especially when I'm on the road, I turn to AG1. I gave AG1 a try way back in the day because I heard the benefits were really, really strong for your gut health. And I'd always suffered from those gastro issues that I've talked about, and this really sets my gut up in the morning. I take AG1 every single morning before my coffee because it makes me feel like I'm giving my body the nutrition that it craves. And, you know, when I have my coffee next to it, it's this beautiful habit. I've really tried a lot of different supplements and drinks out there, and this is the best way to start my day. It's also a great bang for your buck because it replaces a lot of other supplements like a daily multivitamin, minerals pre and probiotics, adaptogens, and all green blends. And with over 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced ingredients, AG1 covers all of my day's nutritional needs and supports my gut. If you're looking for a simpler and cost-effective supplement routine, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com Gabby. That's athleticgreens.com Gabby. Check it out. If you're a frequent listener of this show, you know I am a snacker. And I've been raving on the show about my favorite, favorite snack, which is the perfect bar. It literally is the perfect bar. And perfect bars are fresh from the fridge protein bars that are packed with protein. And protein is my major, major need at this age, 43. I need that protein to keep my muscles strong. I got a little direct message from somebody on Instagram last week. She made a little video of herself trying out her perfect bars. And so there she was. She's taking her first bite of her perfect bar, her first ever perfect bar on her Instagram story. And I just saw her entire face light up because she was so excited that it was delicious. She reported back to me. Thank you for the hookup, Gabby. I absolutely love perfect bars. Perfect bars are unlike any bar out there. They're made with freshly ground peanut butter, organic honey. I personally love the dark chocolate chip peanut butter. It's my most favorite flavor. And like I said, you can try out this Perfect Bar for free. Perfect Bar knows it will be love at first bite. So for a limited time, they're offering you a chance to try their refrigerated protein bars for free. Here's how it works. Sign up for email or text and upload a picture of your receipt from your local grocery store, and they'll reimburse you for the cost of one bar directly into your Venmo or PayPal account. Pretty cool, right? All you have to do is go to perfectsnacks.com slash Gabby to get a free Perfect Bar today. That's perfectsnacks.com slash Gabby to get a free Perfect Bar today. Happy snacking. And so I was feeling an old story. Maybe it was an old story of when I was growing up. When I was a kid in high school, I only had guy friends. I didn't have any girlfriends. 
when I was in high school for whatever reason. I just had no girlfriends. I hung out with all these guys in a band and we hung out in the basement smoking weed and that's what we did. And I didn't feel a group of girls. I didn't feel, and I think that's like a big reason why I did what I did for my career. I just wanted to gather with women. <laughs> and now some men, thank you. Men were easy. The women, it was like, I wanted that connection. And I had this old story from high school of I don't feel connected to girlfriends. I feel left out. And so I had this great group of girlfriends. And one of the girlfriends in this group, I've just always felt disconnected to. I've always felt like no matter how hard I try to be cool or make her like me, not that she's not nice to me. She's so nice to me. I just feel so disconnected from her. I just feel so not that heart-centered, yummy girlfriend thing isn't there. And maybe that's just not there with everybody. But for whatever reason, that relationship triggers that old little girl story of, oh my God, no girls like me and I'm left out. And... She was hosting an event, and every year I've been invited to this event. And the story I've been saying is she doesn't like me. She's not going to invite me back, or she doesn't think I'm good enough to be her friend, or whatever, okay? Repeatedly telling myself this story for many months, many months. And it's around the time where the invite would go out for this event. And I don't get the invite. I didn't get the invite. And so I go, projection is perception, right? F her, how could she not send me the invite? And you know, what's wrong with her? I did this and this, I deserve to be there, whatever, you know, all my stuff. And I'm sitting with a good friend of mine the other day, and I said to him, I didn't get the invite. This thing. He's like, What are you talking about? He's like, Of course you did. But there's no way in hell that you did not get invited to this thing. Like, that would be so crazy that you must have done something so effed up to have that happen. Like, that seems so out of truth. It doesn't make any sense to me. But I'm in full belief. I'm like, man, I didn't get it. Like, it's okay. I'm at peace with it. We're just not friends. <laughs> and I'm a Scorpio. So, you know, it's like if you F with me, you F with death rows. It's like, you are cut <laughs> off. I'll forgive you, but I will never talk to you again. <laughs> and that's where I'm at with this whole story, right? And I'm just in that place and I'm just feeling it and I'm feeling it. And he's like, you know what, just text her and just say like, what's up, I'm trying to plan my schedule, am I invited to your thing? And I was like, you know what, yeah, why don't I just text her and just put it out there. I sent her this text message, I was like, hey, you know what, I'm trying to plan my month, I didn't get the invite, is everything okay? And she writes back, of course you're invited, what the hell are you talking about? I would never not invite you, check your email. Oh, by the way, the email came from a different email address, so you're probably just not seeing it. Probably went to your spam. So the universe was conspiring with the projection that I was creating. <laughs> I search for the email. It's nowhere to be found. I go into my spam box. It's right there. It's in my spam box. The energy that we project is what we perceive. And so I 1,000%, that might sound woo-woo to you guys, but trust me when I tell you, I participated in that email getting lost. Tonight we have to take responsibility for our life's experiences. I, in every way, shape, and form, energetically participated in that email getting lost. Or maybe not logically like, oh, maybe it went to spam, but my higher self would have thought, oh, maybe there's a different email that she sent it from, or maybe it's in my spam. But my lower self was so in the story of I'm left out that I wouldn't even have had the capacity to go look in my spam box. Do you get where I'm coming from? Everyone's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, good, we're together on this. So my projection created my perception that I am left out, I'm not good enough, and I started to live out the story, living the story. And I just saw my teachings right in my face, beautifully, right planted in my face. 
This is your projection. You created the story. Your projections create your reality. In any given moment, we can choose the teacher that we want to align with. We can choose the ego as our teacher or fear. We can choose to align with the fear. We can choose to align with the story of I'm left out. I'm not good enough. She doesn't like me. I'm not in the cool crowd or whatever. Or we can choose again. We can say, I recognize my fear thoughts have taken me down this road. And I choose tonight to align with my highest self. I choose tonight to align with the voice of my inner guidance system, with my internal teacher, with spirit, whatever you believe in, whatever you call it, the highest self. I choose to align with my high vibe thoughts, whatever you want to say. But which teacher would you be beholden to? Are you going to be the host to love? Or are you going to be the hostage of the ego, of course, in Miracle said? Are you going to be the hostage to the ego? And this was my great example. Who is the teacher that I choose to live under? Who is the teacher that I choose to perceive? And I actually want to point out that I was stuck in the fear story and stuck in the upset and woken up at five in the morning yesterday, so upset about this thing before I realized the spam box, that I decided I choose to align with my highest self. And that was when I spoke up to my friend. And that's when my friend said, text her. And that's when I had the balls to text her. Do you know what I'm saying? Because had I not chosen to align with my highest self, I would have been like, I'm not texting her. But because I had said that prayer in the morning, I was in a new vibration and I was able to bring it up to somebody and say, I'm kind of upset about this. And he was able to say, no, pick up the phone. And then I was able to do it. And that's how aligning with that higher thought form works. And I love to give you these really simple real life experiences so it doesn't seem like some heady thing that you can't do. I want you to think about in your own life, what's the area of your life where you are projecting chaos? In what ways are you projecting chaos? In what ways are you projecting fear? And how is that projection creating your perception of your reality? Take a minute. Think about it. Think about it. What's up? How is your projection creating your perception? And the Course in Miracles says that when we choose spirit as our teacher, when we choose love as our teacher, we will experience innocence. What we'll experience is innocence. Isn't that so much nicer? Because then we're innocent. We're not making other people wrong for our experiences. There's no guilt cycle. There's no projection. There's no finger pointing. We're experiencing innocence in the dwelling in the conversation with our inner guidance system. Oh, my friend, remember those New Year's goals that you promised yourself that you'd stick to? I know a lot of us have fallen off. And my sponsor today on the show, HelloFresh, is here to help you eat better and deliver fresh ingredients and easy recipes right to your door, taking out the hassle of that dinnertime routine. And I know I need this in my busy life. No matter your lifestyle or your meal preferences, HelloFresh has recipes that are sure to please everyone at your table. And the meals are delicious, affordable, and easy to prepare. One of my favorites is the Middle Eastern chicken and chickpea bowl with spiced basmati rice and garlicky white sauce. It's really delicious. HelloFresh's pre-portioned ingredients make it so easy to follow the recipe. And there's cards and they're delicious and they're home cooked and they're healthy. And even Angie, a woman who hates cooking, can do it and does it 
several days out of the week. Also, HelloFresh's latest line of meals, fast and fresh recipes, features robust flavors and filling portions, and they are ready in less than 15 minutes. My friends, you can try the falafel bowls. You can try the seared steak and potatoes. You can try the Southwest pork and bean burritos. Yum. And since you're a listener of the show, I have a really great deal for you. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Gabby65 and use code Gabby65 for 65% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Gabby65 for 65% off plus free shipping. America's number one meal kit. Now, some of you might be thinking, well, that's all nice if I say I want to align with my inner guide, but how do I hear my inner guide? Anybody like, well, how do I hear my inner guide? What does it mean? Every talk I do, I get the question, what's the difference between the voice of my ego, my fear, and my inner guidance system? Very, very, very distinctive difference. The voice of your fear is judgmental, guilty, it's projecting, it's separating, it's lacking, it's low vibe, it's creating that separation. The voice of love is innocent. The voice of love has no projection. The voice of love has no separation. The voice of love has creative thoughts, creative ideas. The voice of love lets things fly. And the voice of love is free. When you're thinking with the thoughts of love, you are free. It's an untethered freedom that you start to experience. And the freedom you experience is so beautiful because what starts to happen is you don't feel tethered by the dramas anymore. And your energy is elevated because the dramas are what hold you down. The stories are what keep you sick. The stories are what keep you down. And let me tell you guys, this is a moment to moment gig, okay? We cannot expect that we're gonna walk out of here and be like, oh my God, I'm so in my ing and so in love. <laughs> what do you do tonight when you get in that Uber and it smells bad? <laughs> Took an Uber up here with 2.3x Uber, and it was stinky, and he wouldn't let me roll the windows down because he had just tinted the windows. <laughs> I had to ask for my inner guide to be my internal teacher. <laughs> Truthfully, I mean, that's the same thing today. I had to get a lot of blood work done, sat in the dungeon of the blood work lab for an hour and a half, and these women behind the counter, like, would not look at you, would not deal with you. They couldn't have been more rude. They have no time frame of what's going on for other people. Luckily for myself, I work for myself, but many people were coming in. They only had that hour for their lunch break and they had to leave. People were leaving after having sitting for an hour. I'm the loud mouth. I get up and I walk into the back and I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> and I'm bringing my attitude and I'm like pulling the papers out of there. And I'm like, I have 10 more minutes. Take my blood. You know, I'm in it. And then I realize as I'm sitting down in the chair, I'm like, she's got a needle. <laughs> So not only for my safety and my sanity do I need to reorganize, but for her happiness and her well-being for the rest of the day, I had to reorganize. And so I looked at the woman and I said, I understand you're really busy. And it seems like it would be great if you had somebody helping you. Maybe they could find someone who could help you because it looks like this is a tough job to do on your own. She looked at me, she goes, yeah, it is. <laughs> and it was just a moment of a connection, a moment of... Understand through compassion or you'll misunderstand the times. Understand through compassion or you'll misunderstand the times. What I take from that is that we're all suffering. We're all suffering. So even if we think, you know, I'm the victim, I've been sitting here for an hour and a half, what's going on for her? What's going on for her that she's so 
shut off and negative and rude. A rude person is not a happy person. So as she pulls out her needle, I'm saying to myself, I forgive you. <laughs> but really, it worked. She was smiling at the end, and she moved really fast, and she didn't puncture me. And we had a groovy, beautiful experience of just moving through what was a very uncomfortable, ugly scenario into a much more graceful, peaceful place. This has been my experience through life. I am so human and such a New Yorker in the ways that I live, in the fast-paced ways that I live, in sometimes the rude ways that I live. And I notice it a lot in England because you guys are so polite. And I am just so loud. And I don't wait online. And I'm just like, <laughs> out of my way. What's happening? You know, it's just who I am. And so being in that energy, I can witness and I can come back and say, choose again, choose again, choose again. And, you know, a big thing I've been preaching since my Miracles Now book tour began, I've been out in the world for a while now preaching this gospel, which is really that the, our presence is our power. And that's a big part of what we're going to bring forth tonight is our presence is our power. And so I had another experience when I was in Germany last week where I was extremely jet lagged. I get very jet lagged. And I had back to back interviews, six or seven interviews back to back. And they're about a half hour, 45 minutes each. And Sometimes when I do interviews with people, it becomes their coaching session. They said that they wanted to interview me, but they really wanted a coaching session. <laughs> and so that's awesome because I guess they weren't meant to get there, however they meant to get there. But I was exhausted. The first woman who came, she was really needing counseling. And I was like, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Exhausted, like flat out, back to the wall, blown to pieces. Just like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. And I look and I'm like, I have six more people ahead of me. And so we finish up, and I said to my publicist, I said, listen, how much time do I have before the next person? She said, you have 15 minutes. I was like, great, I'm out. And I saw the young woman who was about to interview me. I knew it was her because she was so high fashion. It was a fashion magazine. I knew it was her. That's the girl from Vogue. I know this is her. And so I'm walking, and my ego would say, keep going. Don't take the break. Tell the girl you're ready. Show up. My higher self spoke up louder. My higher self, go meditate. I walked right past her, very quiet, like didn't want her to see me. Went to my hotel room, and I've been practicing transcendental meditation, which is 20 minutes of mantra in the morning and 20 minutes in the afternoon. And I must say to you people, it is saving my life. And I went and I sat for 15 minutes because that's all I had. I started breathing and reorganizing. At the end of my 15 minutes, I stepped out and I was like a whole new person. A whole new energy came forward. A whole new attitude came forward. I walked back. My publicist was like, what the hell did you just do? I was like, oh, I did my meditation. <laughs> and she was like, got it. The rest of the day was beautiful. It was smooth. I had the energy that I needed. I didn't need caffeine. I was vibrant. I was awake. I was present. And that is a great example of how we can reorganize in any given moment to come back to the presence of our power. And through the tools that we start to cultivate in workshops like this and in books like Miracles Now or books that you may have been guided to, you start to cultivate your toolbox. But most importantly, you use your tools. Most importantly, you have those moments when you witness, I'm out and I got to come back. I'm out and I got to come back. I'm out and I got to come back. And that was my experience in Germany. That was my experience continuing forward in London. That was my experience tonight. I'm a big diva when it comes to sound systems. I really like a good PA system. This is my art, right? So it's kind of like if you're painting a painting, but you don't have a paintbrush, right? Or you don't have the paintbrush you want. You still have a paintbrush, but it's like a little weak, right? So tonight, the mics were funky, and I just kept saying, let's open creative solutions. And Harold starts laughing because he knows me well enough. He's been behind the camera with me a long time. 
And he's like, ha, ha, ha. She's like, it's creative solutions. And so we start trying all these different mics. The mics are just not working, not working, not working. And tonight, for me, the creative solution was just to get over it. <laughs> I choose again. When I say I choose again, or when I say I need a miracle, or when I say I surrender this, there's a lot of different ways that I say I choose to be in my highest self. It's a silent prayer, truthfully. It's an internal commitment. I choose to see things differently. I choose peace instead of this. I mean, there's a million and one ways that I can say, let's reorganize. And it all begins with a simple intention. It all begins with a decision to come back. It all begins with a decision to open up. And when we make that commitment, the first thing that happens is we just relax. A prayer is a medium for miracles, of course, a miracle says. So intention-setting prayer, whatever you call it, is the way out. And actually, this not having a mic is kind of nice, right? So sometimes what we think we need is actually not what we need. What we think we want is not what we need. Or there's a greater lesson or opportunity in the friction that we create when we think, oh, it has to be my way. When we surrender to a creative solution or we surrender to the highest good or we just say, I'm going to let it go, what is exactly as it needs to be comes to the surface. Or more importantly, we just can let things go. We can just be in the flow of what is and not challenge ourselves in every moment to think it has to be a certain way. So cultivating that presence of our power can come in any given moment and with any given circumstance. And so in that moment, I was going to say to myself, I'm going to choose to either let the ego be my teacher and be pissed that mic isn't working, or I'm going to let my higher self be my teacher, and I'm going to bring my diaphragm and my highest yogic breath to this and have an amazing experience. And that was the choice that I made. And we can do that. We can go so out of alignment with our power in any given moment when we choose to. And so I want you to start to think about the ways that you get out of alignment. How do you get taken out? Do you get taken out by subways? Do you get taken out by your boss? Do you get taken out when you've eaten the wrong food? What takes you out? You know, as a spiritual teacher, I am not in the present moment. I am like the perfect spiritual teacher because my way of living is so out of alignment with what spiritual practices are that I have so much material to bring myself back home. <laughs> it's honest to God truth. And I think it's why you're here because I'm telling you the truth. I'm not lying. I'm being real why you're here. So the tools that we use, we've got our setting our intentions. We've got our practice of saying, I choose for my highest self to be my teacher, right? I want you to sort of envision like you've got this inner dialogue, this inner voice. And at any given moment, you're going to be in the voice of fear because the voice of fear speaks loudest and it speaks first. And it's what we're most accustomed to, and it's where we lean, and it's where we feel safe and where we feel comfortable. And we really feel like we need to protect ourselves with that negativity. And all we're protecting is our ego. All we're protecting is the story. All we're protecting is that projector screen. Gary Renard, who's a beautiful Course in Miracles teacher, he has this great metaphor that we're all watching this movie screen of our life. And you know when you're watching a movie and you're like throwing the popcorn at the screen, you're like, no, like, don't do it, right? You're looking at your life and you are like, no, that is not, don't go there. Don't get into that relationship. Don't spend that money. Don't do that thing. And this is how we live. We're always looking at this fearful projection screen. And the simplicity is all we have to do is walk back to that projector room and change the real. And so the moment that we say, I choose my internal teacher of my highest truth, that moment is when we change the real. Being a student of a spiritual practice is really not about being happy all the time. 
being a student of a spiritual practice is coming home as often as possible. If you made it to the end of this episode, that means you're truly committed to miracles. I'm really proud of you. If you want to get more Gabby, tune in every Monday for a new episode. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of the guidance or special bonus episodes. Your experience of this show means a lot to me. So I really want to welcome you to leave an honest review. And you can follow me on social media at Gabby Bernstein. And if you want to get in on the action, sign up for a chance to be Dear Gabby live at DearGabby.com. See you next week. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.